This episode has been brought to you by Project Akute Torah, where we are here to help you learn, live, and love Torah or and Lakute Torah. To learn more about us, visit projectakutetorah.org. Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Torah Oyer, Parshas Chayesara, page 15c. Yegalen Lontame. This Maima is connected with the Sedeha Machpela, with the cave of Machpela, the idea of Machpela being doubled. And it's based on the Zemiros, which we say on Shabbos day, where we say the sentence in Asada Lisudosa, Yigalen Lon Tame, may he disclose to us the reason, Divisresa Nahame, for the twelve breads, the Inun Osbishme, which symbolize a letter of his name, Kefila Uklisha, both in the combined and the single form. So the Maimah will go to explain what is the reason of the Tresa Nahame of the twelve breads, and what does it mean that it's an Os Bishmei, a letter in his name, and it's combined and single form, Kfila Uklisha. And that's connected with the idea of the Kever HaMachpela, which Machpela, as we'll soon learn, had a double inside it. Hinei milui hei hi behei acheres, vehi bechines kfila. The letter hei can be spelt hei aleph or hei hei. So when we spell it out in full, hei hei, then the hei is doubled. That's what it means kfila. Kanoide meinyan ma'oras hamachpela, shehi ahei achreina deshem ban chulu. As is known from the concept of the Machpela cave, which the Zoyar in Parshas Chayisora explains that Hamachpela is Hey Machpela. The Hey is doubled. In other words, there are two Hey's in the Shem Havaya in Hashem's name. And in each Hey itself, each Hey is also doubled. In Yud K Vav K, you have the double hay in the first hay and the double hay in the second hay. So the Maimah says that this is a reference to the hay achreina, the shame ban. We know that Yud K Vav K can be spelled differently if we spell each letter out with its milui in full. So Yud is Yud Vav Dalet. Hey can be spelled Hey Aleph, Vav could be spelled Volaf, Vav Aleph Vav, and the last Hey could be spelled Hey Aleph. If numerically you add that all up, that equals 45, and that's called the Shem Havaya Begimatria Ma. If instead you spell the Hey with Hey Hey and Vav just Vav Vav, then that would add up to 52, which is the gematria ban. Similarly, we have the, a different spelling if we spell the hey, hey, yud, which would add up to the 
Gematria of Sag, Samach Gimel, 63. And similarly, if we spelt the Vav of the Vav Yud Vav, it would add up to 72. So hence we have four combinations of how to spell the Shem Havaya. And these are called the Shemas of Ma, Ban, Sag, and Ab. So here the Maima says that in the Shem Ban, in the name Ban, this is the name of Hashem as it's written with Milui Hayin. And in that Shem, the Ois Hay is Kofel. It's doubled. Hey Machpelah, hence the connection between the Hey Machpelah, the cave of Machpelah here, and the Milui Hey, the double Hey in the name Ban. Now, in order to understand what that means, we'll understand this by prefacing what is the idea of eating. Because eating, since by the process of eating, the food is transformed into fat and blood, and the blood is the soul and life of man, because the liver receives blood from the food, and sends it from there to the heart and then to the brain. Because the Zoyar says there are three things that rule over a man, Ba'alma in the world. Kavda, Veliba, Umaycha. There is the liver, the heart, and the brain. Now it's explained in Tikune Zayar that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created ten spheres to conduct the worlds with. And these are split into three sections Chabad, Chachma Bin and Das, which is Moichin, the intellect, Chagas, Chesed Gvura Tiferes, and Netzachoid Yisoid Nehi. Now those three we can correlate with the liver correlating with Netzachoid Yisoid, Chesed Gvura Tiferes with the heart, and Chachma Bin Das with the mind. And hence, when we say there are three things that rule the world and are within and reflected within man, which are the liver, the heart, and the mind, these correlate with the spirits of Chabad, Chagas, and Nehi. In fact, if we take the first letter of Mayach, which is the brain, Lave, the heart, and Kaf, Kaved, it reads the word Melech, because as a person stands in the upright posture, on the top is the Mayach, which is on top of the Lave, which is on top of the Kaved. And that's how it should be, that the food which is ingested is then digested, and then first the 
food is transformed into blood in the liver, which then is pumped by the heart into the brain. And through this process, the food is digested. And it's sent to the heart and to the brain. And through that, a person is strengthened in their heart and mind to serve Hashem with fiery passion in the heart, which is produced by the food. Because without food, a person becomes weak. And also, a person's mind becomes strong to meditate in the greatness of Hashem through the food. And that is the refining of the food, that the food is elevated up into the level of Adam, of the person, when they eat the food. However, all that takes place during the weekday. However, on Shabbos, selecting is prohibited. On Shabbos, however, eating is of a higher order because its effect is to draw down a light from above. As it says, a posak in Yeshaya that we should call for Shabbos a delight, and then one should delight in Hashem. Because it's written, that last, but first, you have made me. Man was made last in the act of creation. In order to understand this, we need to understand that there are two worlds. There is the world of tikkun, of correction, and the world of toihu. The world of toihu came before the world of tikkun, and it was in the world of toihu that there was the shviras hakelim, where there were oires merubim, many lights, and kelim muatim, and small vessels, and because of the oires merubim, there was a shvira, a breakage, and the sparks of those vessels sank into the lower worlds and fell into the lowest of realms. And consequently, thereafter, the world of Tikkun was formed, in which you have Oires Muatim, small lights, and Kalim Rechavim, and wide vessels. The body of a person and the food which they ingest 
is rooted in the world of Toihu. The soul is rooted in the world of Tikkun. So in fact, the reason why a person derives energy from the food is because when a person eats the food, they actually raise the sparks of Shvidas HaKelim that fell in the breakage of the vessels and elevate them into a higher level. They raise that which fell. That process of refining and elevating or selecting, if you want, the spark from the, <clears throat> from, from the food is called boire. In general, we refer to it as the avodas habirurim. And that is what we engage in during the six days of the week. However, on Shabbos, Boire, the process of selection, is forbidden. And therefore, the, the concept of eating on Shabbos is a completely higher level than we do during the weekday. Because during the weekday, the food is elevated by the person, <clears throat> being originally from the world of Toyu. Before there was a king for Bnei Yisrael, this refers to the world of Tikkun. And there was the process of Ayimlach Vayomos, Vayomos Vayimlach, the idea of the kings who reigned. This is how the Arizal explains the whole concept of the Shavidus HaKelim, each king representing a level in the world of Toyu, which expressed egotistically its desire for all the light and then died. And thereafter, there was formed the world of Tikkun. Ach Mikol Mokim carries on the Maibah, nevertheless, Nirash Asharasha Yese Gavoyame Adam. The Shoresh, the root of these sparks, is in fact higher than the person. Shahare Hamaychel Huamachayas Adam. And that's why the food can give energy to the person. Because the food is rooted in the world of Tayu. And man receives energy from the food because he was created last in creation. In other words, all the mineral, vegetable and animal was created before him so that since those sparks from Shvira Sakelim fell into the lowest of levels, into the mineral, abnormal, and vegetable. It's those sparks that give energy to the Adam, to the person who was created last. In contrast, on Shabbos, when there is the time of Aliyah, meaning that everything has an elevation on Shabbos, so then the food which we eat on Shabbos is elevated into its source. And instead of the process of refining from below, the process of Avedas Habirurim, the person having to select, refine and elevate the sparks, from below, above so that the person gains and 
gets the energy from the spark of Kedusha, <clears throat> which originally was from the world of Torah, which, which fell very low, and now is elevated. That's the process during the weekday. However, the process on Shabbos is very different in that the person receives the light from the source of the food in the first instance. And hence, there is no process of refining or birurim on Shabbos. Rather, on Shabbos, one through the food of Shabbos, the 12 chalas of Shabbos, <clears throat> as it's brought in Kabbalah, some people have a custom of eating uh, 12 chalas on Shabbos, these yudbeis l'chamin, and the food of Shabbos brings down that light from above. And this is what it says in the Pesach in Mishlei, that a tzaddik eats in order to satisfy his soul. And the continuation of the Pesach there is, And the stomach of the wicked will always lack. Because there are two types of eating. The first type of eating is to satisfy one's soul. And the second is that the, it's the eating where the stomach of the wicked lacks. So the Alter Rebbe explains these two levels of eating. The first type of eating is like the eating of Shabbos, where it satiates the soul in the sense that the light within the food is released into the soul. As we said beforehand, that what is revealed is the shoresh, the root of the food, and the light which is in the root of the food is released from above into the soul. Tzadik oichel, and therefore the tzadik eats, lasei nafshei, that's the eating of Shabbos. Ubet and rishoyim, however, the second type of eating where the stomach of the wicked lacks. What does that mean? The word Rishoyim, the wicked here, refers to the Klippos, to the outer forces of evil. And through the refining process of eating, there's a pasuk in Eoiv which says that they, the wicked, swallow wealth and then vomit it up. In other words, the chitzonim, the forces of Klippa, initially receive life and sparks of holiness, but then they are forced to throw it up. Because in every food there is the desire in the food, which is the root of the clipper. And through it being enveloped within the body of the person. And through that energy being sent to the heart and the mind. It's transformed into goodness and holiness. Through 
the strengthening of the heart and mind in one service of Hashem. And through that, a person takes with them the chayas, the energy in the from the clippers. So that's what it means, the stomach of the Rishoyim will lack. Meaning that it will lack the energy which it swallowed. And from his stomach, God will inherit. In other words, originally the chayas, the energy was within the stomach of the Rasha, meaning that the clippers had captured within them these sparks of holiness. However, they will vomit them up, meaning that when a person elevates the food through eating for the sake of heaven and employing the energy derived from that food in their service Hashem, the nitsutsas of Kedusha, the sparks of Kedusha, will be again taken back to their correct place, God inheriting their the the highest the, the energy of that food and that is that is the eating the type of eating during the weekday the weekday eating which is the refining type of eating is the concept of taking out from the rishoyim from the wicked from the clippers and removing from them the sparks of holiness. But in contrast, the eating of Shabbos, is drawing down the light from the root of the food from above. To satiate the soul, because of the food. As it is in its root, above, even before it fell in the Shvidas HaKelem. Shein by biru, and therefore there's no necessity for refining. Or kameshkasa bezayir, as it says in the zayir, peres shabbatchem loy neamar. There is a pasuk in Malachi which says that I will, <coughs> I will vezayrisi peres al penechem, peres chagechem. That Hashem says to the bnei Yisrael, if you don't listen, then I'll spread. Literally, uh, dung on your face, perish. So the expression in the pasuk is perish chagechem. It means the dung of your festivals. In other words, the dung from all the animals which you are bringing as korbanos, as offerings on the festivals. So the Zoya says, it says here in the pasuk perish chagechem, the dung of your festivals. But it doesn't say Shabbatchem. Because there's a difference between Shabbos and Yontif. Because that which is generated from below through this refining process, like on the weekday, that has excrement, which is waste. Why? Because the choicest is sent to the heart and to the brain. And the waste goes down through the intestines, etc. And it gets excreted. And that is the <coughs> refining process.
Avil b'shabes b'ton shabeshuhun aisa milamayla lamata, which, as we said beforehand, the eating of Shabbos is drawing down the light from the food as it stands before the shavira, from its root. Ein b'psolas klal. So there is no waste at all. Ki apsolas hume eats hadas toverat. Because Pesolus waste only comes from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, which means the level where one has to refine and separate good from bad, and that is the type of eating in the weekday. And that admixture of good and bad came from the original sin of Adam Rishon when he ate from the Eitz Tevarachul, And within every man there is this mixture. It's not equal in all men. You have some who the good prevails and is in the majority. And you have some who the Tovid is in a certain type of level, etc. So there are various different levels within <clears throat> within people in and in terms of their and uh, uh, in terms of their engagements with the material and desire for it. Avil b'Shabbos, but on Shabbos, then you will take pleasure in Hashem Sadas. That level of Shabbos completely transcends the Eitzadas, and on that level, there is no Ra, there is no separation. And of course, that's the reason why we eat all sorts of tasty foods, basav, bedogim, v'chol matamim, fish, meat, and all delicacies on Shabbos, because they are all part of the Oineg Shabbos. And this is drawing light from above, rather than the refining process from below. So that's on Shabbos. However, Yom Tov, Rak B'Yomtev, Ksiv Peresh Chagechem. The Pasuk did say that on Yom Tov there is the idea of Peresh. L'fisha B'Yom Tov, Yesh Be'Ktaspiru, because on Yom Tov there is a somewhat refining process. Shari Hutra B'Roi Melech HaSeichel Nefesh Kafi Bishul. Because unlike on Shabbos, when one may not cook, on Yom Tov, one may cook and bake. On Yom Tov, it's only prohibited to reap, sow, and plough. And since on Yom Tov, it is permitted to do a number of work activities in the preparation of food, therefore, there is the concept of refining, and there is the concept of waste. So that's why it says there is perish chagechem, not perish shabbatchem. How does one correct that? The tikkun for that is to rejoice with the poor, to take poor people and feed them and rejoice with them on Yontav. Why? Kisha simcha, he the way one corrects the food of Yom Tif is through Simcha. And Simcha is 
by rejoicing with everybody, you, the levy, the stranger, etc., to take those, the less fortunate and the poor, and to have them by the table. Because simcha sweetens judgment. But and one needs to rejoice with them all. That all of them should be included in the simcha. As is known, from somebody who at the moment of simcha, then he wants everybody to be happy. And that sweetens judgments because everybody is equalized. But somebody who does not share the simcha of Yom Tov with the poor, judgment is not sweetened, and the excrement is left. And therefore the Punishment is measure for measure. He's given that excrement. He himself caused that that excrement should be left because he didn't sweeten the judgment. That's all relevant on Yom Even though a person on Shabbos does not give the poor, his punishment is not great. Because on Shabbos there is no excrement. Because as we've explained beforehand, when we eat food on Shabbos, what we're drawing down is the light which is in the root of the food higher than the Shvira Sakelim, from which there is no ra. It's all an element of Oineg Shabbos. Now, this drawing down of the light on Shabbos is in two levels. And now we're going to explain what the sentence in Asada Lissudos is that we request that Yigalan Lantame, that we should know the reason of the trace and name of the twelve breads, which are a letter in his name, Kfilo Klisha. What does it mean, Kfilo Klisha? Pirush Klisha, Klisha means he ham shochas yudin vavin. Shemiyud nasavav. This is the letter yud being drawn down into avav. Shahayud asma nimshachas venasis vav. That the yud itself should be drawn down into the vav. Because since Yud represents contraction, therefore, it's possible to take the point of the Yud and to bring it down. In other words, Yud is the contracted form, but it's possible to expand it into the Vav. That's Kalisha. But the hey. Which is extension both in breadth and length. And that expansion of length and breadth above cannot be revealed below. As it is above, with an infinite length and breadth. 
Ella, so how do we draw it down? It's drawn down through the milui, through the hay being drawn into another hay, a second hay. As we said before, and the hay is written hay, hay. So there's two hays. In other words, the second hay is revealing somewhat the original hay that is above. That which is concealed above, becomes revealed in the milui. And that's the idea of kfila, that kfila is the double hay, as is known as hay machpela, from the cave of the machpela, that the hay is doubled up. So, Kefila uklisha means that the yud which was originally contracted in the dot of the yud becomes drawn down into the vav, and the hay becomes revealed into the second hay. That's kefila uklisha. So that. If you want drawn down and extended form of revelation is what we have nowadays in the ten in the twelve chalas, which we eat on Shabbos. But in time to come, that's our request that there should be revealed the reason of the twelve chalas. And then in time to come, we won't have a, if you want, watered down or diluted yud coming into the vav or hay coming into the second hay. But rather, the hay as it is above won't come into a secondary hay. Rather, we will have the rev- the revelation of the original hay. Because then, in the future, when Mashiach will come, the reason of the of the higher hay will be revealed. That on that day, Hashem's name will be Yud Hay Yud Hay. Rather, rather than now, it's Yud Hay Vav and the final hay, then it will be yud hay, and again a yud hay. We'll have the original revelation of the yud and the hay as it is above. So now we understand when it says, this is our request that the, re, that the reason of tresaname, of the twelve chalas which we eat on Shabbos should be revealed, which these are, a letter in your name, because now, it's kefila, it's doubled, because you've got a double hay, like in hay machpela, like the double hay, hay, hay. Klisha, the yud is drawn down into the vav. 
However, lost love in time to come, then we'll have the full original revelation when Hashem will reveal the reason of the Tresaname of the twelve breads, and then we'll have the full revelation of Yud and Hey. So to summarize, we have in this Maima the explanation of the difference of eating on weekday and eating on Shabbos. And on Shabbos, we actually reveal the Shoresh, the root of the food as it is, higher than Shvita Sakelim, and hence we draw down a level which is Lehisanik Al-Hashem, and consequently we call that Oinig Shabbos, and therefore all the food that we eat on Shabbos is on that level of Oinig Shabbos, which is why we have so many delicacies on Shabbos. Whereas on the weekday, it is quite different. Then we have to engage in the eight Sadas Tevara, in the Aved of Birurim, in refining, elevating, and separating the sparks of holiness and elevating them from below. And now we understand the request in Asada Lissudosa that Hashem should reveal to us in time to come the secret of the 12 breads, and then in time to come, it won't be kefila uklisha, a diluted form, if you want, of revelation. But then we'll have the real revelation of the yud and the hay, not as it's doubled, but as it stands, yihiyah, yud hay, yud hay, la'asid lavay.